Life Talk Radio presents Health and Longevity, the program dedicated to bringing you cutting-edge information and interviews that can change your life. On each edition, nutritionist, registered dietitian, and board-certified anti-aging health practitioner, Dr. John Westerdahl, will show you how to achieve a longer, healthier life using the latest breakthroughs in nutrition, wellness, and lifestyle medicine. And now, here's your host, Dr. John Westerdahl. Welcome to Health and Longevity. I'm Dr. John Westerdahl. On today's program, we will talk with Elaine Lalane, wife of the late health and fitness legend Jack Lalane. Elaine will share with us her memories of her life with her famous husband and give us practical advice on how anyone can get started on a health and fitness program. But before we get into today's exciting topic, let's hear the latest research and news affecting our health and longevity today. Dr. Westerdahl presents the Health and Longevity News and Research Update, bringing you the most pertinent and important information about your health and longevity. Walk to whittle your middle. Aerobic exercise beats strength training when it comes to trimming deep belly or visceral fat. Researchers assigned roughly 150 overweight, sedentary, middle-aged men and women with high LDL or bad cholesterol or low HDL or good cholesterol to aerobic training, strength training, or both. The aerobic training meant doing equivalent of 12 miles a week at vigorous pace on treadmills, elliptical trainers, or stationary bicycles. For strength training, participants did three sets of each of the eight exercises and eight to 12 repetitions per set three days a week. After eight months, those who did just strength training lost only subcutaneous or below-the-skin abdominal fat. In contrast, those who did aerobic training with or without strength training lost deep belly fat, subcutaneous belly fat, and fat from around the liver. What's more, they were less insulin-resistant. That is, their insulin was more effective at admitting blood sugar to their cells. So what should you do as a result of this study? Well, try to combine aerobic exercise to lose the most fat and curb insulin resistance and strength training to maximize the loss of muscle that occurs as you age. Well, here's an interesting study on broccoli versus fried meat. Cruciferous vegetables, probiotic yogurt, and chlorophyllin tablets cut in half the DNA damage to colorectal cells that was caused by eating meat fried at high temperatures. Researchers fed eight healthy men and women ground beef and pork sausage that had been fried at either high temperature, that's about 480 degrees Fahrenheit, or low temperature, 212 degrees Fahrenheit. After two weeks, the urine and feces of the participants who ate 7 to 12 ounces a day of the meat fried at high temperatures had more mutagens than the urine and feces of those who ate the same amount of meat fried at the low temperature. Then the researchers fed eight similar men and women meat cooked at high temperatures along with what they called an inhibitor diet that included cruciferous vegetables, about one and a quarter pounds a day of broccoli, Brussels sprouts, green and red cabbage, and cauliflower, half raw and half cooked. They also included yogurt, about six to nine ounces a day of a probiotic yogurt drink, and chlorophyllin tablets, about 300 milligrams per day. 
Chlorophyllin is a relative to the chlorophyll that's found in green leafy vegetables like spinach. Now, when the participants ate the inhibitor diet along with the fried meats, their feces were less mutagenic and the DNA damage in the rectal cells dropped. When the participants ate the inhibitor diet along with the fried meats, their feces were less mutagenic and the DNA damage in their rectal cells dropped by half. Well, what should we do as a result of this research? Well, until researchers do a large study and look separately at vegetables, yogurt, and chlorophyllin, it's worth eating more nutrient-rich vegetables like broccoli, Brussels sprouts, cabbage, and cauliflower, and avoid meat cooked at high temperatures, especially bacon, which has far more mutagens than sausage or ground beef. Well, here's a scientific review which finds effectiveness of non-drug therapies in hypertension. A review published in the Journal of Clinical Hypertension concludes that lifestyle interventions such as the dietary approaches to stop hypertension, or what's called the DASH diet, as well as nutritional supplements including coenzyme Q10 and potassium, are a viable alternative to drugs prescribed to help lower blood pressure. Dr. Kevin Wolf and Dr. John Bisognano discuss the values of the low-sodium DASH diet, which provides greater amounts of fruits and vegetables and less fat than the average Western diet. Limiting smoking and alcohol consumption may also help reduce high blood pressure. We'll be back with more after this quick break. Would you like to live a happier, healthier, and longer fulfilled life? Then visit us at healthandlongevityradio.com. That's one word, healthandlongevityradio.com. There you'll find valuable information and resources that can help you achieve optimal health and give you the secrets to longevity. Visit us today at healthandlongevityradio.com. Once again, that's healthandlongevityradio.com. It could change your life. Welcome back to Health and Longevity. Do you have questions about nutrition, health, or longevity? This is your chance to have them answered. On each program, Dr. Westerdahl will choose a key question from our listening audience and respond to it on the air. Due to the high volume of emails, Dr. Westerdahl cannot personally answer each question on our broadcast. If you would like to submit a question, please go to our website, healthandlongevityradio.com. Once there, you will see a button to submit your questions. And now, the question of the day. And our question for today, is peanut butter really a healthy food? Well, yes, it is. In fact, the natural style peanut butter made without partially hydrogenated fats is best, but eat it in moderation because it's high in fat. One tablespoon of peanut butter contains about 8 grams of fat. The type of fat found in natural peanut butter is mostly the healthier monounsaturated fat. It's also a source of niacin and vitamin E, as well as vegetable protein, about 4 grams of protein per tablespoon. Now, peanut butter was invented back in the 1890s by the famous vegetarian physician Dr. John Harvey Kellogg. Dr. Kellogg experimented with peanut butter as a vegetarian source of protein for his patients at the renowned Battle Creek Sanitarium in Michigan. And the rest is history. By FDA regulation, any product labeled peanut butter must contain at least 90% peanuts with no more than 10% by weight of seasonings, stabilizing agents, and other additives. Now, ingredients that may be added to peanut butter may include salt, sugars, and partially hydrogenated vegetable oil. Peanut butters labeled natural can use only 
peanuts, and oil. Usually, peanut oil is used. The oil separates to the top of the jar and must be stirred in to blend the peanut butter for desirable consistency. Now, natural peanut butter is available in both smooth and crunchy varieties, and I like to make my peanut butter fresh at my local natural food store. Many natural food stores have machines where you can make your own. Because fresh peanut butter doesn't contain any preservatives, it should be refrigerated. And now, Health and Longevity's special feature, where Dr. Westerdahl interviews leading experts and personalities on vital topics important to your health and longevity. Our special guest today is Elaine Lalane. Elaine and her late husband, health and fitness legend Jack Lalane, have been longtime friends of mine. And for many years, Throughout Jack Lane's career and life, Elaine stood by his side as his devoted wife and partner, helping Jack Lane spread the message of health and fitness to the world. And we are honored to have Elaine Lane with us today. Hello, Elaine. Hey, how are you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? I heard you're running to the phone. Uh, <laughs> I was running to the phone. I was I was in another part of the property, and then I the phone call came in. I said, "Oh, I got to go in the office." So. Here I am in the office ready for you. (laughs) Well, I think I wanted to start off saying, Elaine, that you really weren't into health and fitness, were you, all your life? Well, actually, I was a kind of a a tomboy as a young girl, and then I was a swimmer in the Minneapolis Aqua Follies, and so I was a ballet swimmer, and so I was always, you know, rather into sports and things, but then uh, came along, uh, that was the early 40s, and then came along... Um, in 1950, and 40, 48, 49, 50, I didn't do anything anymore, and I was smoking cigarettes and mm. eating chocolate donuts and beer claws. Jack oh. used to say the only thing good about the donut is the hole in the middle. Right. <laughs> but, um, and then that's when I met him, and um, I sort of let myself go for that four, five, six years after swimming, you know. And that's when you met Jack Elaine when you're not following those health principles. I was not in my best shape, no. (laughs) Now now tell us that story, how he got you into all this. Well, um, I was on television in San Francisco uh, for an hour and a half show every day from 4.30 to 6 called The Les Malloy Show. And it was an interview show, and uh, we'd interview all the people that would come to town, you know, the the movie stars Joan Crawford and et cetera, et cetera. And then... I got this call from Oakland, California, saying, we've got this guy over here who can do push-ups for your whole show. Oh, boy, that's great. (laughs) So uh, it was Jack LaLanne, and then, of course, later on, I found out he started his show on KGO, and his was started in the morning. Because when we first started our show, TV was only on in the afternoons, you know. So that's, uh, and when morning shows started, that was one of Jack LaLanne and, and his exercise program, but... Uh, he used to come over to my desk and say, you know, you should be eating apples and bananas and oranges. If I didn't like it, I wouldn't tell you this. I said, oh, yeah, <laughs> blowing smoke in his face. Uh, <laughs> oh, boy. But anyway, um, I, we danced at the company party. I tell everybody we've been dancing ever since. <laughs> oh, wow. And that's how it all started. That's how it all started. Well, so actually the Jack Elaine show got started there in Northern California at KGO, did you say? That's right. Uh-huh. 1951, and then in 1958-59, uh, he came down here uh, to Los Angeles. Right. And then the end of 59, 
uh, we started going to New York and Boston and Chicago, and we started syndication. Yeah. Now, how long was the Jack Elaine show on television all those years? Oh, 34 years. 34 yeah, years. Uh-huh. It started out the old-fashioned way, and then later on, you were on there regularly. Right, right. Uh-huh. I did a show with him, uh, you know, uh, alone um, in San Francisco when he would go down to L.A., but then when we started filming, he was filming most of the stuff, the first shows, without me, and then later on, they decided to use me along to do some of the demonstrations. So all those shows we've started to uh, remaster, and we've remastered um, eight volumes. So that's five shows on one volume. We have volume one through eight, and there's five shows, so... Five times eight is 40. <laughs> so if people still wanted to exercise every day with Jacqueline, they could order those DVDs. Oh, yeah. Well, on our website, we, it's uh, Jacqueline.com. It's very easy to get into. So if they wanted to order them, they can, if they wanted to see the old shows. And then we have a lot of other shows, too, that we do that he made special, you know, like Face face the tonic, uh, exercise of the face, and back to basics, chair exercises if people don't want to get out of chair much. <laughs> and then we have a Forever Young and a Jack Lane Way and a commemorative special. We even got them for swimming uh, in the swimming pool, uh, exercises in the swimming pool. Now, I'll tell you, it must have been something to live with a fitness legend like Jack Lane, and I'm sure you have some really great stories you could tell us about that all those years. Is there any story or two that really stood out that um, was yeah, kind of spectacular? Um, <laughs> well, uh, when I when Jack and I first uh, started going together, knowing that I was a swimmer and he was a swimmer, and and he decided to, uh, to buy a boat and uh, and and take up water skiing. So um, he bought this boat, and he's got a brand new twin engine on it. And we took it down to the, in Oakland uh, to the estuary, and we were putting the water. He says, "Okay, get in the boat." He says, okay, now start the engine. I said, well, doesn't it have gears, Jack? He says, no, start the engine. <laughs> <laughs> I start the engine, and the, the boat goes from the water. It drives right up on the ramp and hits this Cadillac <laughs> and dents, dents the Cadillac. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I said, I told you it has gears. <laughs> well, he learned his lesson from you on that one. <laughs> that was a funny one. <laughs> Is there any other story? Oh, golly, I... I, uh, we've had so many funny things happen to us. Uh, oh, dear. We've, and then we took up golf together. Yes. And we'd be playing on a golf course. And, he, you know, Jack used I said, Jack, well, for the little kids, I said, do a little horse for the kids, you know. And he'd, you know. And then I said, do a little duck, you know, and do a little this. And so one day we were playing golf, and, um, and I heard this, you know, this quacking like a duck. And I said, Jack, you're ruining my golf game. I said, quiet. He says, that's me, that's a real duck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've got so many stories. But Well, I imagine uh, because the TV show uh, a lot of the time was live, correct? Oh, yeah. So yes. there must have been some incidences that happened during that. Any Anything that stands out from the television show? Well, I, we, had, we had the earthquake up there. I mean, uh, we, uh, he had to, you know... The, everything was rattling and and the, looked like the the, the the lights were going to come down. So off he went, and there was nobody on the TV <laughs> because of the earthquake. Um, 
Those days of live television. Yeah, that was some of the things that happened in live television. Yeah. (laughs) Well, you know, uh, let's start from the beginning because uh, both you and I are really great friends of Patricia Bragg, whose father was Dr. Paul C. Bragg, who was a health crusader. And really, Jack attributed uh, uh, Dr. Bragg from inspiring him to get into the health field. Tell us about how that story and that relationship went between you and... Well, Jack was, you know, uh, when he was young, he was... Uh, he was, he was a well. He what he calls himself a junk food junkie, and uh, he was like thirteen and a half or something like that. And again, he was dropped out of school for six months due to ill health. I mean, he was just he had boils and pimples and arch supports and glasses and and uh, he uh, uh, his mother said, you know, next door neighbor Mrs. Joy was what was her name? That was her name. Said. Why don't we bring Jack down to the Oakland City Women's Club? There's a fellow down, speaking down there. His name is Paul Bragg, and and he's going to talk on health. So um, his mother drags Jack down to the the uh, the Oakland City Women's Club, and they go there late. I mean, they're at, at the, it's full, and they there's really no seats to be had. So they start to turn around and leave, and Paul Bragg says. Lady with the little boy, we don't turn anybody away here. Mm. Ushers, bring them two seats and put them up on the stage. And so Jack is, I mean, he just is humiliated with this, you know, his uh, boils and pimples and arch supports and mm. all that stuff. And uh, But nevertheless, they brought him up on stage and there he, But Paul was to say something that changed Jack's life forever. And he said, I don't care how old you are. I don't care what your physical condition is. If you obey nature's laws, you can be born again. And so, uh, Jack, that just hit Jack right between the eyes. And that's when um, he changed his whole life. And then he went to talk to Paul Bragg afterwards. And he was so inspiring. And And then he went home and he got down on his knees and he prayed that night. He said, Dear God, please help me from refraining from the junk foods that I'm eating, and and he um, and then he started going to the local YMCA in Berkeley, California, the uh, YMCA in Berkeley, and uh, that's when he he started taking up wrestling, and he later on he could have gone to the Olympics in 1936, but he mm. uh, if you take one penny for anything, and he just opened his uh, health. Uh, you know, his physical culture studio in 1936, right. and they said he was um, professional, so he couldn't go to the Olympics oh. in wrestling. But he was a he was a champion wrestler. Well, you know what's interesting in those early days. Now, this program is a broadcast on the Life Talk Radio Network, which is part of the Seventh Day Adventist Church yeah. organization. Mm-hmm. And um, there's over 70 stations listening to us right now throughout the country. Uh-huh. And so I think that many of our listeners would be interested in knowing the fact that Jack's mother was really a very devout Seventh-day Adventist yes, church she member. she was. You know, Jack, you know, they were French and they were a baptized Catholic and all that. But uh, Mother Lelaine was, she was, um, uh, there was a neighbor of hers that was telling her about the, the Seventh-day Adventists. And uh, she would, became so enthralled with it that she became, I mean, she she just changed over and she uh, became a convert. And and then Jack went to um, Seventh Day Adventist school when he was little. And uh, 
So he was right. brought up Seventh-day Adventist. He told me he went uh, to the um, the Golden Gate Academy Golden up there. Golden Gate Academy, that's correct. For a while. Yep. And mm-hmm. I guess they didn't have sports there at that time, and so he ended up with the public school so he could go to, to no, out he wanted sports. No, he wanted to play sports so bad, and that's when he went to public school. Well, tell us a little bit about... Um, you know Jack's daily routine for exercise. I know he did that getting up early and yeah. And well, when we lived in LA, he got up at four o'clock in the morning, and he would go down and work out for two hours, and um, and then he we he'd uh, swim. He he'd work out an hour, some or an hour and a half in the gym, and then swim for a half hour, and then then let's see four thirty, and then six o'clock, he would get ready and. Uh, and get ready for his TV show, which was live. He always was live in Los Angeles, you know, yes. even though we were filming through the rest of the country. But um, so he would, uh, I would hear it. Everybody said, do you get up and go out and work out with him? I said, yes, he rolls out and I roll over. Yes. <laughs> you got up a little later, right? <laughs> yeah. Now I had... Four o'clock was a little early for me. Yeah, but now I uh, one of the honors in my life, and of course your your husband was a great inspiration to me, and uh, in my pursuing nutrition and health as a career, and um, had the honor of exercising with you and Jack on the Jack Elaine Show back in the early eighties. That's right, and, and that was quite an experience and a, a, yeah. a real honor. I, I got to get a tape of that. I will arrange that. Well, sometime. I'm, going, I'm looking for. Well, I haven't had a chance yet, but yeah. I promise you, I'm going to look for it. Okay, because that'd be a real <laughs> treasure. Now, tell us about his nutritional routine. And I remember, um, oh, a couple of years ago, uh, Patricia Bragg and I went over to your home with uh, Jane Russell. We brought Jane Russell yeah, with us. That's right. uh-huh. We had a nice lunch there, and Jack really had a very regimented uh, meal. Everything was measured out for him, and he showed me his bag of vitamins that he took. Tell us about his personal nutrition program and diet. Well, number one, he would never eat between meals. Uh, he never, ever eat between meals. He was very, very disciplined, very disciplined yes. on, on his exercises and what he ate, and, um, and his, you know, he, you know, is spiritual, too. But um, he... Um, he would uh, only. He would never eat anything. You know, no white flour, no white sugar, and that stems back. You know, to Paul Bragg. Right. And uh, all his all his life, he's stayed away from white flour and white sugar, and uh, every and a, everything in moderation. And um, and but you know, we we ate very. I mean, Silver would eat very good. He and. Uh, he didn't eat any meat. There was a time that he did eat meat, and then there was a time when he didn't eat meat. And he was a vegetarian for many years, mm-hmm. and then he he believed in fish and and turkey. Um, turkey's very lean, mm-hmm. and um, you know the lean part. Yes. And um, but he did eat fish and in, in, in turkey. And of course, he was into juicing. Oh my! With the jackalane uh, juicer. The jackalane juicer. That's right. You know, he started juicing way back, you know, in, when he first got into nutrition. And in those days, they had some kind of a press, you know, that they would press down. Yes. The, and the juice would come out so, uh, on this press. But um, I, um, he just uh, believed in juicing so much. I mean, he never took on anything. You know, he could have been, people would call him up and say, Jack, would you endorse this? Would you endorse this? Yes. Never, never he would endorse anything that he really didn't believe in. And 
he believed so strongly in juicing, and uh, and that has been, uh, you know, what we've been doing for the last 10, 15 years uh, on infomercials, you know. Yes. Now, as Jack's right-hand woman there and his, throughout his life, uh, you played major roles in everything he did with the Jack Lane Enterprises and even wrote books on your own as well as yeah, co-authored I with them. five or six books, yeah. <laughs> on health and nutrition. So you're carrying on the health and fitness message. Yes, we are. And then, of course, he has his books, you know. The one I really think that tells a lot about him is... Um, is Live Young Forever. That just came out uh, about a year and a half ago. Yes. And uh, that's a really a great book. And we have Fiscal Fitness that has to do with uh, your financial. You know, Jack always said your health account and your bank account are synonymous. What you put in, you, you can take out. But you, if you don't put anything in, you can't take it out, right? That's right. So, uh, and then he has a cookbook that... Um, the cookbook is uh, uh, great. It's called Cooking with Jack, and they're recipes from all the books he and I've written over the years. So, and we've taken recipes from all of those books, and there's pictures of them in there, and uh, it's a really a beautiful book. In fact, it, all all the books are they're all on the website too. And of course, I want our listeners to know to get any of these memorabilia or the books or DVDs of Jack Elaine, it's still up there. Yeah. Go to jacklelane.com and it, there's a lot of wonderful things on there. Yeah, that's right. Now, Elaine, there's probably some listeners out there uh, who want to get started on a fitness and exercise program. And, uh, you know, they've had struggles, they've never started. What recommendations can you make for people to get started? The first recommendation I would make is. And then Jack would say it. He always said it to everybody that's going to start exercising. Make haste slowly. In other words, you don't eat 100 apples a day. You don't go and do 25 push-ups or whatever. You say, oh, this is, I can do this. But you make haste slow. You start out with a little routine. And, uh, in fact, he had a little uh, magic, what he called the magic five for people who start out with. I still have those. I don't even know whether they're on the website still or not, but we have them here. And if they'd send a self-addressed envelope, they can send one to them. Okay. Well, Lane, the time has flown, and uh, we're already coming to the end here. But I want to thank you so much for being with us on the radio here today on Health and Longevity. Well, thank you. And I want uh, everyone to know that you can get more information and see the books and videos by Jack Elaine and Elaine Elaine at jackthelane.com. So thank you so much for being with us. And we got to have you on the show again sometime. Well, thank you so much. I've enjoyed it, and, and God bless each and every one of you. And remember, keep exercising. Anything in life is possible, and you can make it happen. Thank you so much. Thank you. To learn more about the books written by our guests and books written or recommended by Dr. Westerdahl in this program, please visit our website at healthandlongevityradio.com. There you can learn how to obtain your copy of these valuable and informative books. Search each page for yourself and see how you can live a happier, healthier, and longer life. Visit us today at healthandlongevityradio.com. Once again, that's healthandlongevityradio.com. That's all for this week. Until our next broadcast, this is Dr. John Westerdahl wishing you the best of health and longevity. This has been Health and Longevity with Dr. John Westerdahl, a production of Life Talk Radio. 
Join us again next week on the same station and time for health and longevity. The preceding information on this program has been general information about your health and is not to be taken as professional medical advice, nor is it intended to serve as a substitute for medical attention. Do not change your diet or exercise habits without guidance from your medical doctor, especially if you have health problems or are on medication. Do not change your medications without the advice and supervision of your medical doctor. If you have a medical condition, we encourage you to seek the consultation of a medical doctor experienced in dietary change and lifestyle medicine. And as always, we wish you the best of health.